Water is also important in preventing obesity, both in children and adults. And I mean just plain old water, not watered down juice, not soda. All right, welcome back to part two and the final, yes. we really mean the final yeah, part yes, this yes, time yes. of uh, our uh, childhood immunity um, party. 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 <laughs> uh, this time we are talking about lifestyle. So we're yeah. continue, continuing, continuing our discussion life on lifestyle, lifestyle changes. changes. Yeah. So let's yeah. All right, get let's, on. Let's start. Let's start. All right. um, exercise, mm -hmm. Joy's favorite subject, um, exercise. As, for, as, as it is for adults is also important for kids' general health, but surprisingly is also important for immune health too, for your immune system. So where you get your ex kids get their exercise. Excellent. So of course, if they're playing sports, they're getting their mm -hmm. exercise that way, but also just playing, just free play, just running, jumping, walking is good enough to count as, ex as yeah. cardiovascular exercise because your heart is pumping and your body is moving. How much is recommended? 60 minutes per day for children is recommended. So that's more than adults. Mm -hmm. um, they need it. Their bodies crave it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you run around and say your kids are hyper. It's because their bodies know that they need to move and move and groove. Um, how does this work? It's kind of similar to how iron and B12 help with the immune system. Um, exercise physically makes the blood move to different parts of the body. So oxygen gets to different parts of the body. Um, aerobic means oxygen requiring. So aerobic mm -hmm. exercise is, is good for your entire body. Um, studies, many studies, and I'm sure you know this too, um, show that kids that move more, that are either in sports or just play more or have outdoor activities more, go hiking more, et cetera, et cetera, they generally recover faster mm -hmm. from illness and get less illnesses. And that's absolutely proven in scientific literature. Mm -hmm. um, how do you get your kids to exercise more if they're not in, you know, in sporting teams or whatever? Just make it fun. Yeah. Set a good example. Um, make it a family activity. Um, play games. Plan out, opt outside. Outdoor. Plan outdoor. Because um, generally when you're outside, you're generally going to be exercising more. You're not confined to mm -hmm. a space. Um, play dates with other kids because, as we'll mention soon, yes, outdoors, as we'll mention soon, the social interaction of exercise is also important. Mm -hmm. Speaking of social interaction, another very important um, component of a healthy immune system is reduced stress and happy mental and a good mental state, essentially. So um, where can where should we focus on stress reduction in kids? Everywhere, really. So Stress at home, stress at school, stress with peers, um, exposure of kids to social media and news media and that sort of thing also, unfortunately, increases their stress, too. Um, this was an, another thing that came to light during the COVID pandemic was just how much children were affected by the social isolation, mm -hmm. which was unfortunately necessary, um, and, and just all the stress of seeing people dying and the pandemic and the worry of getting yeah. sick, et cetera, et cetera. So um, why is reducing stress important um, in many aspects of health? But uh, for our purposes today, um, reduced stress means re reduced cortisol, which is a hormone that uh, essentially promotes inflammation. Here we are talking about inflammation again. So less cortisol means less inflammation and your body is able, instead of focusing on 
dealing with that inflammation, it can focus on prevent or protecting the body from outside sources of inflammation like viruses and bacteria. Yeah. Um, a study. Okay. <laughs> um, Sweden 2020, no, sorry, 2016, I believe. Um, I forget the name of the PR, Maria something. Uh, she did a study on looking at stress levels and autoimmune disorders. So these are these are diseases that um, basically, I think you did mention what autoimmune diseases yes. are. Like basically, your body attacking itself. Your body attacking itself. And she noticed a strong correlation between. Now I have to caution you that this is not a cause and effect thing, but it was a correlative correlational thing where she showed that the higher the stress level the more chances of getting any of these autoimmune diseases like juvenile arthritis, uh, SLE, which is systemic lupus erythematosus, um, and one more... Diabetes? I, I, yeah. Uh, irritable, type 1 diabetes? Type 1 diabetes and uh, IBS. IBS or IBD? Uh, so IBD, sorry. I always do that. IBD, sorry. IBD. Inflammatory bowel disease. Bowel disease. Crohn's, ulcerative colitis. Crohn, yeah. So, so um, these uh, autoimmune disorders, um, she just found a strong correlation between the incidence of this and, and the stress level in the kid um, as they developed um, the disease. So just wanted to mention. Yeah, that. and just uh, a side note, stress, <clears throat> signs of stress in a kid may not be as obvious as in adults. Um, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, in some kids it can come be more obvious, like they're crying more, they're obviously anxious or not sleeping well, but it can also manifest in poor grades um, isolating themselves from their friends or from peers, um, disinterest, uh, boredom. So, I mean, this is definitely something to speak to your pediatrician about because sometimes the pediatrician can recognize it even when you're seeing your children every day. Sometimes it takes an outside person to notice that. So just beware that stress and depression, anxiety in kids is not as obvious as in adults sometimes. Um, so uh, how do you reduce stress? So just um, making sure uh, you're, again, promoting a good example yourself. So exercise, good sleep, uh, social interaction, um, don't art, sweat the small, music. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, which is easier said than done in kids, but you can yeah. promote, you can set a good example You said examples, so that's yes. what I said. Um, uh, going outside, just getting vitamin D from the sun and fresh air in general is enough to reduce stress levels in children and in adults. Um, some kids in, that are more prone to stress and anxiety will benefit from um, journaling, meaning uh, keeping a diary about things, um, getting their thoughts down into paper, from meditation, from uh, doing uh, therapeutic art, music, that sort of mm -hmm. thing. So um, just keeping that in mind. Okay. And then um, finally, the last aspect of um, a good immune system that we want to talk about today that's important for kids' health in general is uh, preventing and reducing obesity. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, obesity is a global pandemic in adults and is starting to become one in children as well. So um, just be aware of that and be mindful of that. Um, be mindful of what your children are eating, how much they're eating, and when they're eating. These are kind of the three aspects of food um, without getting in, you know, there's a fine balance between monitoring your child's diet and over monitoring your mm -hmm. child's diet, but that's a topic for another day. So, um, you know, what, when, and how much, and then also that's food, also water. I think maybe I haven't talked enough about water throughout yeah, this whole yeah. thing. 
water is very, very important when you talk about um, fiber and just keeping the body clean and ready to fight off infection. Um, but water is also important in preventing obesity, both in children and adults. And I mean, just plain old water, not watered down juice, not soda or anything like that. Um, <laughs> please. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, this is, the study was not like, so they, this was a, what would we call a um, review article. It's not as strong. But uh, in University of Leeds, uh, what they did was they compiled data from all over the world, mostly the Western world, for 26 years of data from 1990 to 2016. And uh, they compiled the data for children that were, uh, that were drinking sodas and uh, that, were, that eventually some of them moved to uh, uh, drinking water. And uh, the way they accomplished it was by doing cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, um, which, of course, you can explain in greater detail. But they, they did some amount of therapy and, and moved them to drinking water. And there was a sign statistically significant drop in their weight and their obesity level. Um, it's, again, like, like I said, it's not a very strong study because it was not, it's, it, you know, it was a retrospective looking at the data kind of a study, but I thought that there was some power to it. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, I think one thing we say as pediatricians a lot is don't let your kids drink their calories. Mm, um, mm. Most sugary drinks are empty calories. In fact, essentially all sugary drinks yeah. are empty calories. They're not really getting any benefit from it. As we've mentioned time and time again, we'd rather you eat the actual fruit than a fruit juice. Um, so really just uh, water to be honest, with occasional treat of a little bit of soda, a little bit of juice, even juice. So don't try not to think of juice as a healthy drink. You really, mm -hmm. really just water. Um, so that's enough about water. But obesity, uh, for the purposes of this talk, has actually been directly, even in kids and adults too, but also in kids, really uh, related to an increased risk for viruses, particularly the influenza virus or the flu virus and other respiratory infections, but particularly flu. There's studies that actually show as your BMI or body mass index goes up, the risk of influenza goes up. So that's, and you may remember hearing that patients or that people with a higher BMI did worse with COVID too. So the Sorry. same thing can be said about unfortunately kids with a higher BMI as well. So that, that's a big reason to keep their bodies healthy. Um, Ajoy already mentioned the whole sugar thing. Um, so sugary sodas are not, you know, are associated with obesity, but sugar in general directly inhibits the absorption of vitamin C. So if you're drinking or eating a lot of sugar, then there's less vitamin C in your body and less uh, vitamin C to stimulate your immune system. So that's also something to think about when you're talking about sugar in kids. Um, also, finally, um, other studies looking at obese children also looked at um, markers of inflammation in their blood. So um, things like C-reactive protein, et cetera. Um, they looked at those markers and they actually found that just like adults, chronic inflammation, meaning chronically elevated markers in the blood was associated with higher risk for infection and lower, they, um, they evaluated analyzed their immune system components and found that they had less active and less number of immune system components than kids with mm. a healthy BMI. Mm. Um, 
because of this chronic inflammation. So as we've said time and time again, inflammation is bad. Chronic inflammation is bad um, in adults and in kids. So what can you do to prevent obesity? I guess this is a good wrap up to um, kind of what we've been talking about. Number one is eat more plants. Doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be all plants. Ideally, it would be all plants in a perfect world, but just eat more of them. If you are not already vegetarian, have one meal, one day a week that is meatless Monday or wayless Wednesday or <laughs> way, fish-free Friday. By way, know. you mean all day way, products? Way, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so go try just one day a yeah. week. And if, if your kids are doing it, the whole family should be doing it. Do it as a family. It's good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, So because if you're eating more plants, you're eating more fiber, you're eating more plant-based protein, and your immune system is better in the long run. You know, the thing is, when you do that, you might have these issues, because we've we've heard this quite often from our patients, right? Oh, my hair is shedding more, Mm -hmm. I have my more joint pain. So that's the time when you need to talk to a a qualified physician um, or come to us, and we can tell you exactly why is this happening and how to... How to alleviate these these conditions because we don't see that in us mm-hmm. and we don't see it in our patients. So we'd be more than happy to help you with that. Yeah, and you know, always before again changing anything, always yeah. talk to your doctor. But um, he or can, she might be able to tell you yeah, exactly what to do. In re- in relation to your particular child, can kind of give you anticipatory guidance about what to s- expect and how things will change and hopefully level out yeah. for your kids. So. Um, Always involve your children with any lifestyle change. Um, so, you know, just like with exercise and sleep and water intake, et cetera, um, when you're changing to a more plant-based diet, allow them to help you pick out what you're going to make for the week. Let them plan the menu. Let them come to the grocery store with you or order online with you. And they're more likely to be excited about what you're going to cook and help you cook and that sort of thing. Um, and then finally, Time and time again, we say, don't be afraid to let them try new things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because kids' palates are more advanced than you think they are. Um, so that comes full circle with just what we've talked about over the last three uh, parts of mm-hmm. our kids' immunity extravaganza. Part one is foods, specific foods that will help boost your child's immune system. Part two, we talked about Uh, in those foods, the specific vitamins and minerals, and if needed, supplements, although we prefer the food itself, that can help boost the immune system chronically and then also in times of illness, how you can help your child. And then finally, we just, in this segment, talked about other than food and supplements, other uh, outside of the body things that can help your child, um, good restorative sleep and enough of it, enough water, enough exercise, a good mindset, meaning less stress and anxiety, and then um, a, a good body weight, a healthy body that's ready to fight off any attackers as they come in. All right, so now that we have finally come to this conclusion after yeah, many okay. hours with of everything? bothering with us, um, <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed uh, and uh, have become at least somewhat enlightened by the last <laughs> hours of information we that so. we've thrown at you. At least you've absorbed some of it. Um, you can always go back and listen to this yeah, or watch this they, again if if the if desire you strikes you. Get to sleep. If you can't sleep at night, um, we talked about how important sleep is, but maybe our videos will help or our, <laughs> our podcast will help you get to sleep. That's one way to do it. 
Um, it, as, as always, if you have suggestions on future yeah. topics, please let us know. Or if you have questions, please let us know. Or if you have um, constructive criticism, please, please let us know. Uh, we are happy. for the podcast, I have to yeah. say that you just go to our website, sourcehealth.com slash podcast and wait for like 30 seconds, I believe. And instantly a pop-up will come up. Just a simple thing in the bottom right corner saying, do you have any suggestions? Just type in the suggestions, hit submit, and that's it. It, w- it literally will not cost you more than five or ten seconds of your time. And please uh, review us. On oh all yeah, the, that's the, the other podcast, thing. We feel, we feel lonely. Uh, nobody, platforms. Nobody seems to be reviewing us. Show us, us some us. love. Yeah. So nobody seems to be reviewing us. Uh, either we are terrible or we are too good. I think it's formal. questionable. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All thanks, right. guys. Be well. All right. Bye. Ciao.